Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This spring was very interesting. All eyes were on uh, Coach Mario Cristobal and his staff and the new players and uh, Adam Lichtenstein from the uh, South Florida Sun Sentinel is kind enough to join us. His uh, first year on the beat, and I'll tell you what, they couldn't have picked a better guy. Very hardworking, diligent man, and uh, he's kind enough to join us this evening. Adam, thanks so much. Uh, a gator in hurricane land. Uh, how'd that work out? Uh, just, you know, worked out in a pretty pretty nice way for me. I'm really happy to be on the beat, and thank you for, for those nice words. Uh, yeah, I went to, went to U.S., but I will say, uh, when I was growing up in South Florida, the early 2000s, the hurricanes, you know, Ken Dorsey and Willis McGahee and Clinton Portis and all those guys, um, that was the team, the team to watch. And, I, you know, my first taste of college football was, you know, watching watching those early 2000s hurricane teams. So, uh, you know, it's a little bit first, full circle for me. You know, this spring had to be a lot like a kid in a candy store because you didn't know where to look. Do I look at the new players that came in? Do I concentrate on how Mario Cristobal is running things or one of the uh, tremendous coaches? Uh, talk about, would you? did you have a game plan or did you just go day by day and said to yourself, okay, this, to be, you know, because I know you have a limited period where they let you watch and then you kind of have to leave. Is that still the uh, the protocol there? Yeah, yeah, we were able to watch. Um, we had pretty pretty decent access, I'd say. You know, we got a chance to watch at least parts of, of nearly every practice. Uh, a couple of scrimmages we didn't get to see, but that's understandable. Uh, and, you know, some, some players on the other side of the field, like the offensive and defensive linemen were on the opposite side of the field from us when we were there, uh, so, you know, about 100 yards away. Not always easy to see without binoculars. But, um, no, when I, I went in, I just wanted to be a sponge, uh, kind of soak up as much as I could, all the information that I could, you know, see as much as I could listen to the coaches and the players, what they were saying about the program and where everything was at. And I, I mean, I, I think I did a, you know, we, I did a good job of that. I think a lot of other reporters did a good job of that. I think, we know, I think we know a lot more about this team now than we did, you know, March 1st. Right. I mean, and you had an advantage. A lot of people don't realize, but you've covered high school for a long time. So a lot of these kids... Uh, you watched since they were in ninth and 10th grade. So more so than a lot of the beat reporters who've been covering Miami for the last five, six, seven years, you've also had an opportunity to watch a lot of the high school kids um, like Jacoby George at Plantation, uh, who a lot of people were looking at, Xavier Restrepo. Talk about that because you, I know that, you know, even though there are a lot of new faces for you and a little, a lot of guys that you probably hadn't watched, you, a majority of those players, you've, you spent some time, you know, watching them as high school uh, football players. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, Colby George, Xavier Restrepo saw them a bunch in high school. Uh, James Williams saw him a ton in, a ton in high school. He, he was a standout from the moment he walked on the field. So uh, he looks even bigger than he, than he did when he was in high school. But I was, you know, I was talking to, I think, one or two other reporters uh, on a day when we were talking to James Williams, and I was telling him, like, you should have seen this dude in high school. If you didn't, he was just, I mean, he looked like an NFL player on the field with, you know, 14-year-olds. 
Uh, right. You know, so it was cool, you know, seeing a lot, a lot of players who I hadn't seen, you know, in a year or two and be like, oh, hey, remember remember me? You know, I covered you when you were in high school, you know, at yeah. Deerfield or St. Thomas or, or Heritage. You know, I remember when you were you were only, uh, you know, Sunset in Milwaukee County. Right, right. And, and obviously you had an opportunity to watch Mario Cristobal come in and I, I'm sure, you know, he just, I mean, hit the ground running uh, as soon as he got the job. Like I said, the, his first press conference within 20 minutes after he was at Miami Central watching them practice. Uh, talk about what your your observations of him as as a head football coach, as an organizer, and as a leader. Um, first impressions have all been really positive. Um, you know, all the coaches on his staff, nothing but positive things to say. Uh, they like the way... He's got things organized. They've got, you know, he's got them working. He's working a ton. I don't know when he sleeps. Uh, and, you know, just the vibe at practice, uh, it just seems very positive. There's a lot of energy. Um, one moment that really stood out to me from from spring ball was not something that we personally witnessed, what we heard about later. Uh, there was one point during a practice where I guess the energy kind of slapped off a little bit. Things weren't quite working right. And, and Mario just ended or he didn't end practice. He just stopped practice right there and said, this is not acceptable. Um, to not how they're going to, you know, do things. And that was, you know, mid, mid spring practice practice, you know, it's in the middle of April, you know, the point of spring practice where that kind of excitement to be back on the field is kind of maybe worn off and it's not quite spring game yet, not quite a game atmosphere. And he said, no, we're going to, we're going to work as hard as we possibly can. Um, so that, that's what I really out to me. I was just saying that he said a couple of times, uh, other coaches have repeated that, you know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So it's like right. the way they're trying to preach it is that, we have to practice the same way we're going to play. Uh, and if we did if they, they feel if they do that, they'll be successful. So that's really, that's really the, the vibe I've kind of gotten from, from him and his staff so far. You know, Adam, the one thing too, I was talking about in the opening is, you know, the, the, the high school coaches and the high school players had an opportunity this spring to come watch Miami, you know, and other colleges around the country. But they get an opportunity to see them go through their paces, you know, be a coach, be a player. Uh, and now it's reversed, and they're starting this week, the college coaches will come and, and watch the high school uh, players. How valuable is that, do you think, that these kids get an opportunity to, you know, whether it be Central or St. Thomas or any of these programs that had the chance to, to come on campus and, you know, watch practice, watch the positions, uh, watch the coaches, watch Co- Coach Cristobal. How valuable is that? Because I, I think that's just amazing because you get an opportunity to, to see the coach who you, you, you may be playing for at the position that you play, and at the same time, look at the personnel and figure, hey, I got a chance to step in here at linebacker because they're thin there. Oh yeah, I, I think I think it goes both ways. I think everyone kind of benefits, and it was a a constant stream of high school prospects, high school coaches coming through. Uh, you know, getting a chance to see uh, you know how things are going there, how you know Mark Small runs the ship, how the coaches work, and you know it's a recruiting benefit for for Mario. First of all, I think he said at one point like the best thing we can do is show off how we run things because you can go on a visit and see the facility, see different things, and get kind of. Uh, impressed by just kind of the, the glamorous parts of it, but you know you're going to see in practice how things are going to be on a day to day basis on, with the program. And I think right. most prospects, you know, the ones that I talked to especially, all came away with very positive, uh, positive impressions. And then, like you said, it's it's good for you know the coaches get a chance to see how practices are run at you know the next level. Players get to see how you know practices should be run. Um, they had a coaches clinic during the spring during spring ball where they had you know 
would like to say Sean McVay, Jimmy Johnson, uh, a few other guys, Ed Orgeron, um, you know, come in and, and talk to coaches from the area. I think they had like, over 400 coaches attend that, uh, you know, and just, just see and learn from, you know, some of these, these really great coaches. Yeah, no doubt. Before I let you go, uh, your observations of uh, the spring game. I know that you don't give, you know, it's kind of vanilla in a lot of ways, but um, the players uh, certainly trying to assert themselves, you know, at least so when they come back during the summer, they, they'll have a better standing maybe at receiver or linebacker. Uh, what were your observations leaving spring? Um, well, one person who really stood out to me was, was Cyrus Moss, uh, the freshman defensive lineman uh, in his first semester at UM. Uh, came in, I think Mario Cristobal said he was under 200 pounds, very skinny, tall, and lanky. Um, he's already bulked up a little bit. I think he's up to about 210 or so now. I think he wants to get a little bit bigger. Uh, he had a couple sacks and looked really good in the game. Um, I think, you know, Tyler Van Dyke looks solid. I think he, he's, boy, I mean, he had a great year last year in his first, first season, you know, as a starter. Um, now he's going to have the full season started this year. I think he's going to do very well. Uh, receivers, maybe a little bit to work on. They, they have to, that's going to be the, probably the position group that I might be most keyed in on just because they have to replace a lot of production. Charleston Rambo's probably going to get drafted this week. Mike Harley's going to look to get drafted this week. And those are two record-setting wide receivers. Uh, you have to replace that production somewhere. So you're going to need someone to step up, whether it's right. Keyshawn Smith, Jacoby George, Xavier Restrepo, uh, Frank Ladson Jr., local kid who just transferred back. You know, they're going to need someone to kind of – they don't need someone to have a 1,200 receiving yard season, but they need people to step up and, and fill that void and replace them that production because, you know, they're going to have a good quarterback. And, you know, Tyler Van Dyke, very well a year from now, we could be sitting here looking at a potential first-round pick. So they need to take advantage yeah. of Tyler Van Dyke while he's here. Uh, and on the <laughs> defensive side of things, um, definitely want to see, you know, how the linebackers progress. Uh, I definitely think they got better, you know, during the spring. Um, but, you know, that, I know Miami was very weak at tackling last year, so they got to get better at that. Got to get those linebackers, um, handle that. Cornerbacks look good. The safeties group, I think, might be the maybe the most talented group, uh, you know, that they have with James Williams, Devontae Williams, uh, Cam Kinchins, who didn't play this spring because he was injured. But um, overall, I think they have a, a solid core for a roster, and, you know, I, I think there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. Yeah, no doubt. I know during the summer you're going to be writing a lot of stuff and updating people. How is everybody going to follow you on Twitter? I know that you're on Twitter uh, as well as uh, in your website. Give everybody an opportunity to follow you. Yes, you can follow me on Twitter at A.B. Lichtenstein, where I'm always tweeting about hurricane stuff, music, whatever, other sports, whatever pops into my head. Um, I am very active on Twitter. Uh, You can go to uh, sunsentinel.com, follow everything uh, on the hurricane beat uh, on there. Awesome. I will tell you this, since reading your story and following the Cavender twins, I, I'm getting season tickets next year because I will tell you this. <laughs> I, I've i been following them for a couple of months because um, actually when they uh, they were at Fresno State and I went to UNLV and they were playing UNLV in the in one of the semifinal games of the uh, of the Mountain West uh, Conference. And I'm looking and I'm saying, holy mackerel, the, these are those two girls from TikTok and uh uh, they're going to be exciting. They're going to draw. I know what they will draw a crowd definitely, and that oh, was yeah. a really good. That was a really good story you had. Thanks a lot, Adam. Uh, we'll check back with you. Uh, you know, in a couple weeks. For sure, sounds good. Thanks for having me. Good, good stuff, Adam Lichtenstein from the South Florida Sun Sentinel. If you didn't get that, the <coughs> excuse me, uh, the Cavender twins are. Uh, Two girls, two young ladies who were really good basketball players, and they were at Fresno State. Um, 
for the last, I guess, three three plus years, and uh, they're really good. I mean, they're really good. But not only that, they have four million followers on TikTok, uh, and uh, they happen to be very nice-looking young ladies. So, especially here in South Florida, uh, they they do any swimsuit wearing on the beach, and I'm sure they're gonna definitely uh, draw attention. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.